All right, all right, guys. The Four Agreements book. Ending the third agreement of Don't Make Assumptions. Pages 71, 72, 73, 74. The next recording will be about chapter five, which is the fourth agreement, which is always do your best. Um... So, this chapter ends, chapter four ends with a conversation about good communication, clear communication. So, topics like asking for what you want, people having the ability to decline, um, you know, and this type of communication can kind of help with not making assumptions because there's a lot more clarity in the communication of things um i like the part on page 72 in the middle also find your voice to ask for what you want everybody has the right to tell you yes or no but you always have the right to ask and then it's kind of like vice versa like you have the right uh everybody also has the right to ask you questions about you know clarifying what's going on and you also have the right to say yes or no um and so i kind of liked uh this chapter about not making assumptions um i don't know if i really thought about it as far as like communication skills um like i'm pretty big on communication skills good communication and stuff like that but you know I really like it because I do feel like it is easy to fall into a trap of not really not really knowing what somebody means or why somebody used a certain tone I mean like of course like you know it probably doesn't help to you know to be like too overly anxious and like like oh did I do something wrong like I used to have a friend that I grew up with that was like um, I don't know, like, I, I don't know where it came from, but it seemed to be some form of anxiety, but, you know, I, I let it go because it was, like, it was, you know, um, uh, innocent, like, it was, like, they were checking in, but they would check in a lot, you know, and, like, we were kids, like, we were, like, really young, And, you know, like, say if you're walking next to your friend, right, and you kind of bump shoulders a little bit, or like, you know, they would, they would be like, oh, like, I'm so, so sorry, like, I'm sorry if I bumped you, or like, I'm sorry if I accidentally, you know, um, you know, stepped on your foot, or like, sorry if I, you know, like, they would just be like, profusely apologizing about things that I was kind of like, why is this person apologizing about like every single thing like this um it got to a point like I was young like you know elementary school or something but like it got to a point where I was just like man you know this person's like every single time like we talk it's like four or five times you know during recess or lunchtime or whatever where they're asking me like all these questions like you know like sorry if I you know sorry did I 
did I do anything to like hurt you or upset you? Like I wasn't like seeming mad or anything, but it was like, they were just so worried that like they were going to do something wrong. And I don't know, like I'm, I'm loyal to my friends. Like I'm not easy to just be like, Oh, like you're not going to be my friend because I accidentally tripped over the back of your shoe or something. And now I'm mad. Like I knew that they had no bad intentions. Like this was a very gentle, kind person. And you know, it was hard to like, play and like have fun because like they were always apologizing because they were so worried and once they started kind of interacting with other people because I think they didn't really interact with a lot of people once they started interacting with other students the other students were like why do you apologize so much you know because they would always just be like sorry 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 and it's like wow like you don't really need to apologize like it was stuff that like no one else would apologize about you know it's like it was like overly doing it um and I kind of felt bad because I was like, well, I don't want them to think that I'm not going to be their friend. But it's like, at the same time, I'm like, dude, like, this is a little bit much. Like, it was a little excessive. But, you know, I could tell it came from a place of caring, which is why I was like, okay, well, you know. But I don't remember how it stopped. Like, I think I might have actually told them that, that like, everything's fine. Like, but they would always go through like this whole list of things I can't remember exactly but there would be four or five things like that accidentally that accidentally hit you that accidentally do this or like I'm like you didn't hit me like what is going on like you know like we would be like reading books or something and then all of a sudden they'd be like apologizing about stuff and I'm like I don't even know what's happening you know but I just got so used to it eventually it stopped but I mean to me that was like a little bit much it's like you know, you don't have to apologize that much usually, especially if you're not intentionally doing anything. Like, if you accidentally, like, bump someone, yeah, say sorry, but it's like, you know, if you're, like, playing sports and you're playing catch and you throw the ball and they miss it, you don't have to apologize, you know? It's like, like, maybe if you accidentally, like, run them over and tackle them in football or something, that, you know, and you, they seem like you not like they got the wind knocked out or, like, something you know where it's like there are ways to like maybe okay maybe apologize you know if there's some insensitivity or something like that but it's like some things it's like there's no need to really keep on apologizing you know um and especially if it's like not an intentional thing and you know it's just like something that just happens in the process of just hanging out but yeah I I was never really too clear why that was going on when I was a kid like I kind of get it more now but I was like man that's a lot you know like because I would get annoyed I was like oh my gosh like it's fine like just stop you know um um but yeah like I think when it comes to communication with people it's like it doesn't have to be like that much with like assumptions of like asking so many questions you know out of like anxiety or whatever like I've known other people who ask so many questions because they're like so anxious that they want the attention kind of like off of them and so they just ask and ask and ask and it's kind of like man like that style of communication can be a little bit rough too and sometimes it's like I'd have to ask like okay like is there a reason why you're asking me these things so much you know because uh, it's a little bit much, you know, like, why are you asking me so much stuff? Um, but yeah, I was never, um, 
I haven't had that many experiences where it's been, like, an issue or anything, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's just one of those things that's just, like, all right, like, uh, sometimes things come up, um, but, yeah, I think it is easy to assume sometimes that someone's mad or somebody's, has bad intentions, like, one thing I've noticed for sure is that, like, if, if somebody doesn't have their mental health in order you know, they might react in certain ways to certain stuff, either anxiously or, or, there's no, there's nothing wrong with having, like, sorry, drinking water, with having, um, like, anxiety or depression or PTSD or anything, like, there's nothing really, like, of course, I don't wish that on anybody, but it's, like, sometimes people just have issues that aren't, like, fully, you know, able for them to like avoid and you know sometimes it's not severe enough that it's like getting in everybody's way but it might be slightly annoying um and I think sometimes when it's something like that where it's like you know for me if I can see that or see or know that somebody's kind of working on themselves I can be a little bit more patient versus if it's like somebody that just seems like they're not really ready to kind of like do anything for themselves or whatever it may be and they're kind of doing a bunch of stuff because of their mood that they're just like getting in my way like if they're rude or mean or like the roommates I had before that had the one that had the issues that I mentioned like a hundred billion times um you know or you know things like that where it's like okay like whatever you got going on you're not getting it taken care of or trying to get it taken care of and so you know, I don't really want to put up with that, you know, like, it's a little different, but, like, yeah, I've had people in my life that have been, like, you know, very rude or very insensitive people, like, bordering abuse or even people who were abusive, and I know it's because they had, you know, problems, and, you know, I, you know, I feel for them, but it's like, dude, you can't just be getting in my way just because you have issues I shouldn't have to put up with it, you know, um, I shouldn't, like, have to be forced to put up with it, but, yeah, like, I'm, uh, I'm glad that this chapter talked about, you know, they kind of bring in the communication skills and, um, talk about how that kind of is a factor. So with that, keeping it short, thanks for listening. (laughs) 